Hey, good evening, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Average Joe's Bible Study Podcast. I am Kevin, and this is Aaron. Aaron, say hello. Hello, everybody. Hey, guys. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. We took a little break. It was a five-day break. Uh, allowed us to get some time with our, our friends and family. I know for me, it was uh, because I was on vacation. I went to Turner Falls, and that was awesome. Aaron, how are you doing today? What did you do over the five-day break? Uh, <clears throat> pretty much nothing. Work, man. Uh, uh, my birthday was Monday. So, uh, I had a bunch of people over. And, uh, that was really about it, man. I haven't really done much. Oh, well, that's super exciting. Uh, so I'll tell you that um, I had a great weekend we got my sister and her three kids and my girlfriend and her four kids and we went down to turner falls which is amazingly beautiful uh i had an amazing time i got to uh you know it was it was great because i actually got to like talk about god and the bible with my girlfriend for the first time in an extended time. And so that was amazing. You know, it just felt really good to be able to share my love of God with her. And she's a believer too. And so it was, it was really fun. And, uh, of course, getting time to, getting to spend time with all those kids, seven of them in total, and see how joyful they are. That's always really great. And, um, so it was just, it was a lot of fun. Today was a great day. Uh, I got to start off the day bad, right? Um, I got some news about this job that I thought for sure I was going to start on Monday. And the person who offered me the job told me today that uh, the owners of the place I was going to work had decided that they needed more than one person, so they hired a team to do what I was supposed to do. So I was, I was really kind of upset and hurt over that. Uh, not at them, just, you know, it's hard not having a job, you know. And But God works in great ways. He gave me the motivation and the discipline to get into my certified personal trainer book. And so I passed my module four exam and I took my midterm and I passed that. And so now I'm on to module six. So that's really great. And then I was worked out. And I was telling you about this, Aaron. Uh, I hit a weight that I've never hit before. Not only did I hit it, but I hit it for reps of four on hang clean. So that pumped me up. It's a big deal, man. That's a, a huge milestone, especially when you get set so far. Yes, it was great. So that was my weekend in a nutshell and my day in a nutshell. So today I want to we're gonna be reading out of Hebrews thirteen five. Uh thirteen five and six. And I'll tell you why. So actually the reason why we're gonna talk about this is because I think that for me personally, I've been kind of feeling sorry about myself. And uh, I know that's not okay, and that's not what I need to be doing. Um, you know, it's tough when you're a 31-year-old man and you have to live with family and you don't have a job. That's that's a hard thing because you know that the world tells you you have to go have a job, make money, do these things, own a house, you know, all these things you're supposed to do by 30, 35, 40 and I'm not where the world says I should be. But I do know that I'm following God and I'm trying to do the best I can. And so I know that when I have these thoughts of self-pity and doubt that I need to rely on that 
Aaron, have you been feeling any of that as well? I've definitely been feeling more than that. Like, uh, I know I told you just this utter feelings of worthlessness and, um, like I said, it was my birthday and I'm going over just where I'm at and just, just feeling like I'm nowhere close to where I want to be, nowhere close to where, where I thought I could even be at this point. Uh, so I've just been really struggling with that, uh, especially at work. Um, I hate my job. I hate what I'm doing. Uh, so it's just hard for me, especially there, uh, because my brain just goes to horrible places. So I, I definitely feeling the same thing. So, uh, so I'll be honest with you guys. I don't have the most complete knowledge of the Bible, so I use Google. Guys, I encourage you to use Google too because it'll help you find Bible verses for what you're feeling or what you're thinking or a topic, whatever it might be. So I Googled Bible verses about self-pity because me and Aaron had had this conversation. And I knew what I was feeling. I knew a little bit about what Aaron was feeling as well. So we looked at, I slacked down Hebrews 13, 5, and 6. And I think this is great because it tells you very plainly. Uh, so if you guys will uh, turn to Hebrews 13, 5, or 6, and Aaron will pray us in. Right. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for just being so great. We thank you that you're there even when we don't feel that you are, uh, that you're faithful, even when we're not exactly doing our best. Uh, we just ask that as we go through this podcast that you'll open our hearts and our minds, that you'll open the hearts and minds of our listeners. Uh, and we just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Once again, guys, Hebrews 13, 5, and 6, reading out a new international version. And it says, Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? So I think uh, the first the first thing that we need to realize here is that it says, uh, keep your life free from the love of money. But I don't believe that this verse is limited to the love of money, guys. Uh, I believe that this verse is saying keep yourself from the love of anything before God, right? So I know that when I'm talking about my my self-pity, it's not that I don't have money in my bank account. It's that I don't feel like I'm contributing to my family. I'm not helping pay rent. I'm not helping pay the bills, right? I'm not helping pay for food. And that's what it is, uh, that, that self-worth that I'm missing. And so I have to remind myself that even though I'm not where I'm at, I cannot put that love of money, even if it's for a good thing, in front of God. And then I look at, you know, the reason why we can't put ourselves or put that love of money in our life, and that's because we have to be content with what we have because God said he will never leave you or forsake you. So, guys, take that in, right? No matter where you're at in life, whether you're a billionaire doing great things for uh, for people all over the earth, 
or whether you're somebody who's struggling to make ends meet and you're in a job that you hate. God is right there. And not only is God right there, but he has a plan for you. And so you're right where God needs you to be. So when we look at, so one of my favorite verses, right? Give me one second. got to find it. Is Jeremiah 29, 11. Uh, are you familiar with that verse there? Yes, I am. So <clears throat> you, can you, here, here's a, a test for Aaron. Can you tell us that verse? Uh, so Jeremiah 29, 11 says, uh, I don't remember exactly, but it says, uh, I know the plans that I have for you, uh, plans for good and not for evil, plans to prosper you and bring you up, something close to that. You're almost spot on, man. That's impressive. I would not have gotten anywhere close to that. But this is Jeremiah 29.11, guys, uh, from, I believe this is New International Version. But uh, So it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future, right? So if he if he is never going to leave you and he's never going to forsake you, then he knows the you know he has a plan for you. That's for hope, right? That's a plan for hope. So you cannot stay in the self pity. You cannot do it if you want to follow the will of God, right? And then the next part of that of Hebrews thirteen five and six, which is Hebrews thirteen six. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. Right? Guys, that's so important. The Lord is there to help you, and he's got plans for you to prosper. So be content with what you have because, A, it's where God needs you, and, B, he's got plans for you to have so much more. Amen. Aaron, what did you get from this verse? Well, definitely, it's a it's a good reminder, you know, to keep focused on. So I, I also I definitely relate with the money issues right now. I'm struggling. Um, I pretty much at my job make I, I make enough money to pay my bills. I mean, and, and that's I guess you know the, the most important thing. Uh, my bills are paid uh, as far as my big bills, but I've been really struggling with little things. Um, so it really bothers me to have to ask for help or have people help me. And I have great people in my life that are more than willing to do that. Um, you know, my, my girlfriend is amazing, and she does more than anyone should ever do for anyone. Uh, and I thank God for her. Um, and I find myself getting extremely annoyed sometimes when she helps me uh, because I don't like asking for help. And I want to do things myself, you know, so – Looking at, you know, I'm 39 years old and I'm living with four people in a house um, and, and looking at kind of where where I'm at in life uh, and where I wanted to be, uh, you know, e- even just a year ago, planning and thinking about doing things. So it's it's just been a really hard time for me looking at this last you know, six, seven months, and just realizing, man, I'm not even close. Like, I, I and, and I do realize that I, I'm in a better situation than a lot of people, but it doesn't stop, like I told you, like this constant barrage of, of thoughts from the enemy all day at work, uh, just defeating, uh, negative, 
just constant uh, feeling inadequate, feeling uh, so unwanted uh, just because my current situation, I'm, I'm so limited on what I can and can't do. And I, I just feel like I'm letting everyone down uh, because I can't be there at church like I want to be. I can't, you know, go go help the guys that I know, my friends and everything as much as I would like to. Uh, so, man, definitely, uh, and I know God's there, but like I said, it doesn't stop that constant voice in your head of how horrible things are. I agree. I think that's, that's wonderfully said. I think that anybody who's ever dealt with uh, attacks from the enemy in any regard will tell you that's, that's exactly how we all feel, um, depending on – we all feel that way about our certain attacks that we go through. So I think this is perfect, Aaron, because now we always talk about practical ways that we can walk this out. So this is a perfect example, a chance for us to give you practical applications. So what do we do to help Aaron? And I would say the first thing that we do is we have to look at how Jesus combats the attacks from the enemies. So when, when Satan comes at Jesus three different times, what does Jesus do, Aaron? me goes to the goes to the word goes straight to the word right and so that's the first thing right the first thing is that we have to go to the word so you know it's good that we're in this verse and in jeremiah twenty nine eleven because we're giving you ammunition right Aaron yeah, yeah. we're giving you ammunition to fight the enemy and that that ammunition is what you got to pull up so when the enemy starts to tell you hey you're a 39-year-old man. Is this where you're supposed to be at life? Got to say, look, uh, I need to be content with what I have because God will never leave me or forsake me. You just say, God has plans for me to prosper. God has plans for me to be much better off. God has plans to keep hope in my heart. So get away from me, enemy. Right? So I think that's that's the real key for almost everything is to make sure that you have you have that ammunition to use it. The devil came at Jesus three times, and three times Jesus used the word to rebuke him. Now maybe, so obviously Aaron knows the word pretty well because he passed that test we gave him. Maybe you don't know the word that well for any of our listeners. Here's a great thing. The Bible is at our disposal, right? And it's one click away now. Almost all of us have smartphones. So know what you're going through. And be able to look it up on Google. Say, uh, how to battle lust. Or Bible verses about lust. Bible verses about money. Bible verses about temptation of power. You guys, you're one click away from knowing exactly how to how to fight the enemy. Right? And you're also one click away from joining the enemy. Right? That's the unfortunate part about it. But you get to choose how you use those tools. Right? You get to choose. So that's that's my practical advice is don't be afraid to look stuff up and use that word against Satan. Aaron, you need to start using that word in your daily walk, man. And I know it's hard. I know those thoughts don't come back. But if you push back enough, the devil will leave you, right? He'll leave you alone. You can do it. Yeah. I, mean, I definitely, like like you said, you know, I I know these things. And it's just when it's there, man, and, and everything – Around you is one way, 
um, it just makes it real rough, and I just haven't been doing too good lately with it. You know, I've had, I've had a bunch of other, you know, uh, my, my daughter's graduations coming up. I'm, I'm having a hard time getting permission to go to that. Um, they keep using the fallback of the coronavirus and not wanting people to be out doing things um, is one thing. And then just I'm in transition of getting a new parole officer. Um, so, so this event is the 16th, and I get a new parole officer the 15th, and they want me to wait to ask him. Um, so that's frustrating because I, you know, I need to plan for it, and uh, it just seems like it's it's always something. Um, and then, like I said, living in a house with other guys, it's you know you have their stuff going on, and uh, it's it's just crazy, man. How how crafty the enemy is to keep you distracted and to keep things going on. That's exactly that was that was gonna be. My, I'm glad you brought that up because that was gonna be my next point. But but we know, and so got, for anybody listening, I would say look at Aaron's example. He said it. He worded it perfectly. The enemy is great at crafting things to keep you distracted. Right. Our focal point, our eyes should always be set on God. I'm the first one to say that I'm, I'm not, my eyes are not always set on God, but we need to be able to readjust and put our eyes back on God. And the enemy will throw all these different things at you. And by, in and of themselves, they're small, right? If it was just the fact that you might not be able to go to your daughter's graduation, we could work that, that easily look, not easily. You're able to get over that. If it's just the fact that you don't like your job, you could get over that. If it's just the fact that your free time is in the hands of somebody else, we could get over that. But when you pile them on top of each other, those small little ant, ant holes or what are they called? Moils? Ant, ant hills? The, the, ant hills. The little hills, yeah. Ant hills, when you pile those ant hands, they start to look like a mountain. Well, they're not, but they start to look like that. The end, That's what the enemy does. So we got to make sure that we're we're readjusting our eyes. When we start having these negative thoughts, we we spit scripture out at this out at Satan, and we readjust our eyes back to God. Because I can tell you that God is using God is working mightily in Aaron's life. Aaron may not always see it, but I know the impact he's having with the people around him and with me and with his church. God is working. He just can't see it, so he's just got to move his eyes back to God. I also know that the enemy is very good at like piling those little things. So, so the day that we had the conversation about my daughter's graduation, I'd already had a really rough day at work. Uh, we were just extremely short and, and I take my work real serious and personal. So I always want to make our goal. Um, so I worked really hard. Uh, we had a new guy, uh, show up and they were actually letting me train. So he didn't show up that day and I, I took that personal. You know, and I shouldn't. So on top of that, the conversation with them denying me to go, and then I get home, and in my mailbox I got a letter from the parole office saying the collection reminder for parole fees, and it was just all those little things that just piled up throughout the whole day, and and none of them in themselves were unmanageable or even a big deal, but when they just come all day long. Then you're stuck. Then you just wake up the next day, like, why am I even trying? Like, this is ridiculous. And then it just, it just continues on. Uh, so we just like have to be on guard. 
on guard and guys fight through those feelings. We talk about all the time, me and Aaron have often talked about personally how we don't follow God on an emotion-based level, right? I'm not following God because my life is great. And I'm not praying to God because everything's going wrong and I need help. I'm following God because I know it's, it's what I have to do. And whether I feel happy or sad and everything's going my way or nothing is going my way or anywhere in between, we make those decisions not based off of our emotions. And that'll help your emotions get better. So, guys, make sure you're doing that, all right? Make sure, Aaron, when you wake up, man, get in the Word. Get some positivity in your life. Listen to something positive and force yourself to think about the good things in your life. That'll that'll help. So, for Aaron and for other people, guys, remember, be content with what you have. Don't have a love of money or anything else that you do not have, right? Be content because you know that God will never leave you or forsake you, which means... Where you're at is where God needs you to be at this moment, right? So start looking at what you can do to serve God better in your current situation instead of wishing you were in a different one. The other thing we have to remember is that God is always there to help. You cannot be afraid of of what you can or can't pay or what you can or can't do because God's going to get you through that moment. The way we do this is by staying in the Scripture. Make sure you read Scripture Forcing yourself to think about positive things. Every time you have a negative thought, you combat it with scripture, then you think positively, right? Think in a positive manner. And I know it's hard to do. I'm not telling anybody it's easy. Aaron isn't telling anybody it's easy. But these are the things we have to do to get back in that good head headspace. And just remember that God has a plan for you to prosper. And you may not see it right now, but it's gonna happen. Aaron, any other any other things I missed on the wrap up? <clears throat> no, man, you covered it pretty good. I, I just definitely encourage people to to stay faithful. While I I, I know for myself, um, I, I do get very negative, um, but that's really with just with my closest friends. Um, I tend to vent, you know, to to you. Uh, I have another really good friend, but when it comes down to it, man, I I, I put my game face on and I go to work every day, and I do what I need to do. Because I do know that God is faithful, uh, I just get in that zone where sometimes when I talk to the people closest to me, I just I just let it out. So I encourage so I people that's... to find that, that that they can have that in their life to be able to share, but also just put the game face on, man, and get out there and do it. Know that God's faithful, no matter how you feel or what the situation looks like. Amen, man. I could not have said that better. I was going to cut you off and say that. Find somebody. But you said it for me, man. That is so beautifully put, right? You always need somebody to vent to, guys. You always need somebody to vent to. We know that you can't just walk around and be happy to everybody. But, guys, it's so important. Like you said, put that game face on. Be the light for other people, even when you can't see the light yourself. All right, guys, I'm going to pray us out, um, and then we'll get we'll let you guys go. Remember, Average Joe's Daily Bible Study Podcast. You can look us up on Spotify, on most uh, outlets that have podcasts. You, we're also on Facebook and on Twitter. Please follow us, like us. Do whatever you need to do. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, we're sorry about the long break, but we needed it. So thank you for being patient with us. Um, all right, Eric, you ready to pray out? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Attitude of prayer. Our Heavenly Father. We thank you so much for this platform uh, that we have to 
come to you to look up your word, to be able to find things that we can use to fight Satan as he attacks us, God. We thank you that you are always looking out for us. You have a plan for our lives. And even though it may not be what we want, we know we are right where you need us to be. God, when we struggle, when we're when we're having bad days, when we're having bad weeks, we just ask that you continuously pull our attention back to you, God. Sometimes we need help to do that, so please put it in our hearts to go back to you. God, we ask that you help anybody who may hear this uh, with any struggles that they may be going through right now themselves. God, we know that life isn't always rosy, but it's always good with you. And so we just ask that you continue to bless us and help us through these hard times. We ask that you continue to put love in people's hearts all around the world. We ask that you continue to battle COVID-19 in the prisons and in the uh, poor areas of the world and anywhere where it may be striking right now, God. We just ask that you continue to love us and continue to help us on your path. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.